You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning, how are you doing? 6.42 on the last day of November, November 30th. Wow, can't believe it's December 1st tomorrow. Crikey. Hope you're doing great. And uh, well, you're not going to be doing so great if you've hit that giant pothole. You know, well, I say you know the one. There's so many on the road right now, really rapidly deteriorating due to the inclement weather and all the water we've had. But you know the one? It's on Lorimer Road just after the entrance, or I should say exit, to Marketplace Car Park, just on the approach to the health clinic. Look out, that one there can do you some serious damage. It is deep. Uh, and what isn't deep is the snowpack. No, just 85 centimeters of the cat Skinner block with 10 centimeters overnight. You can see on the storm skate that, uh, stake, I should say, I always want to say skate rather than stake. Anyway, uh, so, uh on the storm board, <laughs> it, it is, uh, clumping up to, well, building above 10 centimeters uh, this morning and, uh, still snowing up there right now. Looking at a base of apparently 125 at Pig Alley. I uh, went and checked that out yesterday. You know what? It is surprisingly filled in in a lot of areas right now, isn't it? I mean, even um, on that. Oh, shit. Why? Um, oh, pardon me. Why well, can't I think of the ski run? Uh, skiers right of Ego Bowl towards that way if you're heading towards. Well, super filled in compared to previous years. But the freezing level is going to change today as that Pineapple Express arrives. The second round or third round, fourth round, whatever round it is, whatever wave it is of the Pineapple Express. It is coming uh, with a higher freezing level this afternoon. So we are due snow this morning. Freezing level at around 1,800 metres, pretty high this morning, but due to rise this afternoon to as high as 2,300 metres. Mm-hmm. That's right, with very high winds coming in from the south-southwest this afternoon. In particular, they're already getting high overnight on the peak. They're already at around 90, approaching 100 k's an hour uh, from, yeah, uh, from sort of 9.30 yesterday. Same at the Horseman Hut. Very high winds as well, of course, with that being sort of, uh, yeah, getting a lot of south-southwesterly winds. So there we uh, have the current conditions. Well, not all of them. Let's tell you about the temperatures too. Just minus 3.5 on the peak and 7th Heaven right now looking at minus 1.7 around the rendezvous and roundhouse. So yeah, make the most of the skiing this morning is my advice because it is going to turn to that uh, those soggy conditions we have had the past few days. Yesterday was a good opportunity to actually build some leg muscle. I did that for sure. Uh, yeah, hope you did too. Like a little kind of lull before the next storm. So the temperatures did stay below freezing, uh, well, lower below freezing as of around 4.30 yesterday afternoon around the rendezvous and roundhouse. So more information you're going to want to know for your day, I'm sure, is the fact that there are 18 runs on Whistler Open, including Chunky's Choice, actually. That's open today. 12 on Blackcomb, which is gives us 182 acres on Blackcomb, 258 on Whistler 
and visibility is going to be super variable. Although I did see someone yesterday up on the hill, up at the peak, they'd gone up uh, what with uh, better avalanche conditions. I want to let you know, everybody's talking about it, about the report from yesterday at 4pm, the bulletin from Avalanche Canada being extreme in Alpine, anticipated to be that as well tomorrow due to this next uh, Pineapple Express, atmospheric river, whatever you want to call it. It's going to bring lots of precipitation and rising freezing levels from this afternoon. And as a result, we're going to expect to see a widespread avalanche cycle with the potential for large full path avalanches. So avoid all avalanche terrain for the next few days. Absolutely. And I wonder if that's going to affect our roads. In fact, uh, the Duffy reopened yesterday for essential travel only. Of course, there are checkpoints in place as well, but uh, they're due to next update that at around sort of midday today, Tuesday. I wouldn't be surprised if they do another precautionary closure. There's a lot of talk online about people who should be avoiding the High Line as well to access, uh, well, to for, for another travel route. But especially in these conditions, really something to consider. It isn't technically closed, uh, but you absolutely need uh, the, the right vehicle. There's a lot of rockfall in them there, hills as well. So be careful on the roads. Make sure you're looking up conditions well in advance going forward from this afternoon in particular. I want to let you know too about the valley weather. You probably want to know that today's high is probably going to be five degrees in the valley. You've looked outside. There's no snow in the valley despite that 10 centimeters on the hill. It is going to be a low of, well, a warm four degrees coming into dawn tomorrow at 7.47. Tomorrow, oh, nothing but rain. Absolutely. With that special weather statement still in effect. Absolutely. For looking up to maybe 50 to 80 mils for Whistler of rain from today and this afternoon through to tomorrow. How much rain do we have yesterday? 25 mils of precipitation yesterday. Here, hold on, no, hey, hello a minute. I'm on Pemberton. That was from looking it up yesterday, wasn't it? Let me get back to uh, <laughs> Whistler's details. Da, da, da. Pardon me, so 25 in Whistler. Yep, absolutely a highway alert in effect for pooling water uh, and and extra rain on the sea to sky. And we're going to have six degrees will be a high today. Apologies, team. Uh, along with the same temperature going into dawn tomorrow at 7.48. And we had four mils of rain yesterday. It seems about right. Four mils of rain yesterday, but looking for... Still, yeah, 50 to 80 mils in Whistler and the sea to sky at least. Mm-hmm. That'll be variable, of course, more in certain areas. So be safe on the roads. I can't stress it enough. Make sure you've got an emergency prepared kit in your back car, in the back of the car. That's what I mean. What shall I tell you about? Well, um, event-wise, I mentioned a few that are sort of kicking off tomorrow. Uh, Next week, we've got the winter kickoff, you know, from the North Face, really kicking off on December 10th. Tomorrow, the Whistle Film Festival. Can't stress that enough. Check out their online and in-person showings. But did you know that Hanukkah is uh, is being celebrated by members of our Jewish community? Yeah. And actually, on Sunday, uh, there was a celebration at the the library, but they having more going on at the on the library's Facebook page and it's their fourth annual community Hanukkah celebration that kicked off on November 28th and they'll be sharing lots of videos on their YouTube channel as well and beyond lots of uh, information and uh, including the first lighting and all day events happening online so something to really check out um, too. 
uh, here for our Jewish community, along with, what day are we today? That's right, Tuesday. There's the parent drop-in at the library. Of course, the outreach that I really um, opened up about yesterday, an immigration peer education program as well. And a Whistler Children's Chorus, uh-huh, happening 4 till 5 p.m. today. Uh, Non-audition community choir for kids of grades 1 through 7. Hmm. Uh, a few things I want to mention. I've already mentioned that massive pothole. Yeah, be careful with those uh, worsening on the roads. But yesterday I actually went for dinner at Split's Grill. Well, it's because I was at the Bay Brave. Unfortunately, their kitchen was closed and I was hungry. I'd been swimming. So I went to Split's Grill, had my meal, and she, uh, the lovely server came over and said, you know, I didn't realize that you were a local, but you should always ask for a local's discount. And I was like, oh, thanks so much for, for mentioning it. But it doesn't occur to me because, you know, businesses are really struggling and I don't think to ask for a local discount a lot of the time. You know, sometimes it can be a bit taboo. You know, like I said, businesses have been really struggling through the pandemic. So really appreciated that she gave me a heads up about that for the next visit. I clearly haven't been in there too long, so apologies. <laughs> but uh, that was really nice to hear yesterday. Uh, I've, you know, what I really saw from a friend yesterday that I agree with too, is that if you're looking for accurate flooding information, uh, sorry, this is a bit of a segue, but if you're looking for accurate flooding information for Pemberton, the Pemberton Valley Diking District is your news source. They have a really good report just published 10 hours ago on their Facebook page too, about the next uh, Pineapple Express coming through and what that will mean, uh, which will be not much different from the last two pineapple expresses that have come and affected the rivers and the drainage in Pemberton and what that could look like for the community there. So uh, the difference between the last event and this one is the time between events because after the November 15th event, they had about a week for everything to drain out and start filling again. But this time they're pretty full to begin with. So with groundwater, it's only 1.3 meters below surface. Most ditches are being fed from that alone. So they're going to be seeing vast areas of standing water water okay so a big report from them definitely check it out for the Pemberton Valley Diking District thinking of so many after the SLRD uh, evacuation alert the other day for Pemberton uh, they will be of course on high alert there again through tonight tomorrow and following that as well as the catchment receives that uh, outlying water hmm uh did anybody lose their tools there's a post online about somebody losing their tools off the road in function 10 hours ago, probably fell off someone's truck. Uh, yeah, let them know, they'll get back to you. That's online. Along with a couple posts here, one from Buddy Mark Keenan from just an hour ago that there uh, are still bears roaming around. There's one in front of Tim Hortons uh, in Creekside right now. You know, Mark, I bet you that's the one I saw the other day, right? Right in front of my patio door. Um, yeah, they, there are still a few uh, around, uh, yeah, hibernating late, still looking for, well, probably some protein. So make sure you keep your pets close. That means cats and stuff, uh, small dogs. But yeah, looking for, I guess, a bit more food before winter. But, it, you know, it's not unusual behavior for coastal bears. I found this out from Wendy Robinson. Coastal bears don't actually hibernate on Vancouver Island in some areas because they have enough food to get them through the winter. So... Yeah, our bears should be sleeping for sure. 
But another post I saw online, well, it's from somebody I met yesterday on the chairlift. Must be because we we talked about uh, him needing to flagpole for a work visa. And it really reminded me just how great it is to chat to strangers on chairlifts again. You know, like it really is. Popped my music off. And uh, uh, Josh said he was from France. I was like, oh, whereabouts in France? Oh, near Bordeaux. I'm like, whereabouts near Bordeaux? Sure enough, he lives and operates a restaurant in, uh, in in Bordeaux, well, near Bordeaux, it's not even near Bordeaux, actually, it's in the Charente, an Auberger, and my sister used to work at an auberge there. It's a small world. You never know who you're going to be on a chairlift, and it's great. And sometimes it's not so great. So good job we all have helmets. Let me put it that way. Now that we're loading onto chairs with other people, yeah, I got whacked on the back of the head with a crazy early bar at Emerald Chair. Uh, don't worry, I'll let them know about it. Good job we all have helmets on, isn't it? Yeah. Other things I want to let you know about is uh, from, well, I love the Whistler Museum's Instagram account. There's always some really good quips on there, including an old image of the tea bars as uh, looking over at what the roundhouse used to look like, actually round. And somebody commenting online that they remember two options for lunch at the original uh, roundhouse cheeseburger or no cheeseburger with or without a Coke. You know what? Times haven't changed that much right now. If you've had a look at the menu, it's chili, fries, or chicken fingers. That's about it. And I'll just love skiing around with a tummy full of soup. Slosh. Mm. A closure I want to let you know about. Closure from today to Thursday due to the inclement weather is from a Whistler Olympic Park. They, uh, with the recent weather experienced and forecast over the next few days, they are going to be closed from November 30th today through to Thursday, December 2nd. So they'll be planning to reopen to the public on Friday once the weather system has passed through. Another one here too I want to let you know about uh, with, of course, it being Giving Tuesday, the Whistler Community Service Society have their holiday hamper program starting and they're reaching out to families. Well, they did reach out to families weeks ago that may want to apply this year, but you can also contribute if you have the means to to contribute a hamper as well to, uh, well, yeah, to help those who are really struggling with food security in our community. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh no, there's an article here from Pika Miss this morning about uh, Squamish police seeking help in finding a missing man online. He was seen in Valley Cliff on November 28th, 29-year-old Amrit Pal Singh. Okay, that was a, that's a recent article from just 14, years ago, uh, 14 hours ago. More information about that. Uh, missing individual, missing male online. Sorry to read that. Shit, I, should, I didn't know that. I'm swearing this morning, pardon me. But let's round it up for us because, you know, the time is ticking here. I know you probably want to get up the hill, honestly. Enjoy the the, the lower freezing level before it shoots up. We've got more birthdays on the way, but uh, we have some fantastic facts from title sponsor Stinky's on the Stroll, who had his first day on the hill yesterday, didn't you, Stinky? It was absolutely priceless, apparently. Really good to see that, buddy. Um, did you know that on this day in 1954, someone, uh, her name was Ann Hodges, was bruised by a meteor in Alabama? Apparently, it's the first instance of a meteorite striking a human. Uh, interesting. A couple more facts for you, though. The world's longest recorded rainbow. Uh-huh. Uh, happened on this day in 2017. You remember that double rainbow that everybody blasted on social media just a few weeks back in Vancouver. Well, nah, that's nothing on this one. This one lasted eight hours, 58 minutes in Taipei's Yangminshan mountain range. 
Wow, that's a heck of a rainbow. Uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah, that's right. was released on this day. Stinky's going to be pumped in that. One of his absolute favorite bands. Because we were chatted about Brick and the Wall being released last week. But on this day in 1979, the full album, The Wall, was released. And it sold six million copies in two weeks. I mean, it was the newest material in, what was it, 11 years, Stinky? But six million copies in two weeks. Wow. Mm. Oh, also, the Beatles' first live album in 21st years, Live at the BBC, was released in 1994, a lot later than you might think it would have been. And the first international soccer game went down on this day in 1872. Again, that was between Scotland and England in Glasgow, and no one scored. It was a nil-nil tie. And yes, I'm allowed to say nil, because you know what I'm talking about. Um... Uh, apparently, uh, Ice Cube <laughs> obtained a restraining order on this day in 1996. Yeah, uh, which is uh, probably not all uncommon for uh, famous individuals. But on this day in 1994, Tupac Shakur was actually shot. It's the day he was shot five times during that uh, robbery outside the New York City recording studio he was at. And fortunately, uh, yeah, not this day in 1994, he died five days later. So I'm sure you'll be hearing that. Um, if that pops up in my fact sheet. But I want to wrap it up for you because these podcasts have become a lot longer than I thought they would be. I thought doing them every day again would make them shorter. But uh, and I'm running out of jokes, but there is one here. Uh, it would have been fitter, fitting last week or two weeks ago when the eclipse was on. But how does a man on the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. Hey. And today's track is from a Irish musician called Orla Gartland, Orla Joan Gartland, who gained a lot of popularity from her YouTube account, which is why her latest album that came out in August of this year, Woman on the Internet, is called that, Woman on the Internet. But a track that I've popped in the playlist for this month is You're Not Special, Babe. I know, doesn't, it's not exactly <laughs> uh, maybe what you want to hear, but it is a really cool track that I'm really digging, and I think it'd go well with a ski run or two. So enjoy that, and I hope your legs are making it down to the bottom of the chair now and gaining some muscle. See you up there for some morning laps, but definitely not this afternoon or probably tomorrow. Yeah, uh, do your best to stay dry. <laughs> Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.